We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week 11 in the Premier League. Chris Owen is 6-0 on his last six special match bets that we have. I can't say the same about a team parlay, but Chris, you've won your last six. It might even be more than that. I can't remember what happened the prior, prior week, but you're on fire right now. How does it feel? Just blacked out the last two weekends. Kind of don't want to think too hard about it. Just going to keep riding this wave. Success comes when you're least looking for it, I feel like. And, you know, if I if I start trying too hard, then I'm going to start losing bets. So we're going to keep it simple, stupid, and just, uh, you know, keep keep making bets and not not, not uh, get too in-depth about it. Speaking of last week, speaking of yesterday, do you have a box of nerds by chance? <laughs> no box of nerds, no. I, but I do... I, I made I made the classic like Monday after what was yesterday Tuesday afternoon Tuesday. I was uh like oh man I gotta go gotta go get candy for the kids went and ran to the grocery store realized that they were pretty picked over I only <laughs> bought candy that was like peanuts and chocolate because that's pretty much what they had left it was like Snickers Reese's Baby Ruth peanut M Ms my friend pointed out to me I was like I, I guess the kid with peanut allergies is not coming back to your house. Like it's true, ooh, but I mean, laffy taffy nerds that all of that, all of the above would would be a, like, uh, what I mean, uh, Starburst. That's those are the goods right there. Would have loved to have a bit more of a mixed bag, but I mean, yeah, I had a, did you I had a bag with a bunch of with a bunch of chocolate candy bars, M and M's, and stuff, and then I threw in like a special Halloween sour uh, Skittles, and so we had like a snowstorm somewhat of a snowstorm it was like two three inches on the ground so the amount of kids was half of what it usually was it was 30 degrees out but i let the kids choose what they wanted some of them stuck their whole hand in and grabbed whatever yeah. but yeah. i looked a little you know a couple hours in it was a bunch of skittles that were left the kids just didn't want skittles kids didn't want the uh sour skittles they just wanted chocolate so hmm. i guess that's what that's, that's what it's about for the kids these days chocolate chocolate yeah. or bust gotta be did you throw any uh rotowire 10 day trials in there yeah i threw some notes yeah just like a couple i, ra- I wrapped each candy bar 
Yeah, with yeah. with the uh, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they all clicked it or went to the link. But maybe they gave it to their mom or dad and they, they went to the link and yeah. <laughs> uh, it would have been a good idea. But yeah, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Check it out. 48-hour trial up on the site right now. We got the predicted lineups for game week 11 in the Premier League. Who's that? Christian Eriksen. Is Christian Eriksen going to start for Manchester United this weekend? Maybe. Manchester United are in a world of pain right now. But we also got FPL rankings, fan tracks rankings. But we're talking about betting here. So you're going to want to go to the betting pages. And, of course, we're talking Premier League. As you can see here, we got odds up for all these matches. You can compare them at DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, and PointsBet. If you're watching, please give a thumbs up on our YouTube video or through podcast form, however you listen to us. But as you can see on the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, we're talking about three matches, a couple a couple interesting ones. We got Burnley Crystal Palace thrown in here, but of course we're talking Tottenham and Chelsea. Uh, you know, that there is an Arsenal-Newcastle game, but we've talked about Arsenal more than any other team in the league this season. So it's time to talk about some other teams. And that just so happens to be Brentford. Oh man, here's the bets. Oh, Brentford at home against West Ham and Brentford. This is an interesting one. I changed my bet somewhat. And then you actually have my bet that I originally had, but we got Brentford at home is plus 110 to win. West Ham to win is plus 240. The draw is plus 270. Um, these odds, I don't think they change at all after today's game. Uh, so today's game, West Ham. So they had Pocketa and Edson Alvarez. They both started today against Arsenal. They beat Arsenal 3-1 in the uh, Carabao Cup. But Pocketa and Alvarez are suspended for this one. So they're going to be out. I think that's the big news here for West Ham because that's going to be a bit of rotation, more than they've had uh, pretty much all season because they don't really rotate too much. But the over two and a half goals is minus 135. Under two and a half goals is plus one ten. So, Chris, how much how much do you think uh, the factor of losing pocket to you know arguably maybe not the best it? player, but I mean him or one of their top Bowen, top three right? players like yeah. Bowen, Ward Prowse, pocket up they're probably up there. And then I, okay, you can say one of their defenders, I guess, if you want, but one of their most expe- one of the most important players, and then Alvarez. Uh, basically the the Declan Rice replacement as a defensive midfielder. So he's out. So they're back to the situation when they had earlier in the season. Okay, no Declan Rice, no no Edson Alvarez, no no enforcer really in the midfield there. So uh, do you think that's going to be a factor here going against Brentford who have suddenly found a bit of form? So do we – is it Kudus and uh, Suchak coming in for those two yeah. then? Compared to what they regularly use. So, I mean, I know last week Suchek was brought, came off the bench or was on the bench and then Kudus actually started, but regularly it's, it was uh, basically Ben Rama and Kudus aren't the regular starters. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. So Ben Rama's coming in and Kudus, we'll just say that Ben Rama's coming in for, I, I mean, you can't even, because James Ward Prowse is basically changing positions because James Ward Prowse, has been has been playing as an attacking midfielder with these other guys in there, but now he's probably going to move back to this deep, more defensive role playing next to Sucha because they don't have Edson Alvarez in. So, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, really interesting match here. Uh, when I looked through, you know, did my first swipe through all the bets out there. This, this for this match, I this is probably the one that I came up with the most. Also, the first one I looked at. So maybe 
you know, after getting into some of the other matches, I, I kind of ran out of steam. But, um, you know, missing West Ham missing a couple of their their bigger, you know, maybe Alvarez maybe isn't in the top of their – he's he's probably, like, top half of their, their team, but an, an important player nonetheless. Um, but missing uh, Paqueta is tough for them. I, I don't I, – I, I have a d- difficult time thinking that this is going to be a shootout. And, you know, and looking at some of their more historical matchups – they, I mean, it's not like they've they've got this big deep history of playing each other. You know, Brentford they they didn't play each other for the first time until 2021. Uh, but looking at a few of these matches, Brentford won uh, this match at home last year two 0 That was in mid mid May, and then the other they did play in the FA Cup actually too. Uh, that match was one uh, 0 to West Ham. That was also at Brentford, uh, and then the other match was other match last year was two 0 So, you know whether makes you kind of think from a historical perspective, like, is it a, is it a no on both teams to score? Is it uh Brentford to win in a shutout? Is it, you know, and I think the the plain one that I'm going to go with is, is under two and a half, which is plus plus one ten. Neither team, you know, pouring it in from a, an attacking perspective. So I lean towards that. We mentioned a couple guys missing Brentford, maybe not. I think they have nine goals in four or five matches at home. So, you know, enough to be dangerous, but not really like, you know, up towards the, the Aston Villas and the Man Cities and Liverpools of the, of the table at home. Uh, so I'm, for me, it's, it's all about the under here. I think we're probably not going to see a ton of goals. A uh, couple of, so that's my bet is, is a plus 110, but there's a couple other ones out there that I'll get into after we, after we get your bet here. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I came up with your under two and a half goals. I believe I'm taking something similar on a parlay in my article. That's going to be up Friday morning. Uh, just some more bets for you on rotowire.com/soccer. I do like the under two and a half goals just because of when I mean, you look at the recent results, especially last season. Just not a ton of goals between them. Then you throw out probably you know the most creative player uh, in Pakita, so that's going to take some things away as well. Though you know Ben Rama and Kudus are you know you could argue though they're both. Pretty creative in their in their own route there. So I got Brentford to win. That's plus one ten. Oh. I've been I've been kind of down on, on Brentford if you, if anyone's been following my bets here, but they're at home. They're coming off a couple wins and they are rested more so than West Ham is. West Ham again, they played Wednesday against Arsenal. So eh, maybe not the toughest spot there. Arsenal rotated. West Ham had some rotation as well. But I'm just going with, okay, two two regulars are suspended for West Ham, so they're going to change some things up. And that's changing their defensive midfield up, which is obviously important uh, for what they do and how they play. Uh, but as for Brentford, I just think that the plus 110 here, uh, I just like them a little more at home. I know West Ham's coming off a win today, but West Ham more so – I was kind of down on West Ham entering the season. Then they had some nice, had some nice additions and had a pretty you know positive run of results there. But I think we've seen a little in the last couple of weeks just just what kind of team they are. Maybe they ran into some luck, I'd say, in the first first couple of months, um, and that luck has it seems like it's kind of run out. So I'm just going to be on Brentford here uh, to win at plus one ten. It's rare that we see a money line bet out of Adam. I'm I'm impressed here that you're going with money line. Didn't know that I took your bet. That wasn't noted, but uh, my bets came in a little late here. Before. Well, I I changed it. It 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 was my original bet, and I actually changed it before you gave me that bet. So you you technically didn't take it. So I'll say okay. that. Okay. 
Fair enough. Any, I mean, there's a couple other ones I'm, I'm considering for this match. I, you know, in the same vein as the under two and a half, you go and know on both teams to score. That's plus one thirty. You're getting better odds, uh, but I don't know. Like I, I as much I, a one one is not a you know is definitely a yeah. potential result here. So I, I kind of I like the under a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> this one is you as you take the Brentford money line a West Ham, and I got stung by this one two weeks ago against Aston Villa. Stung. On, Brentford bees. Yeah. Yeah. Brentford bees. Yeah. I got uh burned by this one uh, a couple weeks ago. I took West Ham at Aston Villa as double chance, but West Ham is minus minus one thirty five as a double chance. I, you know, it feels like they could maybe pull out a draw, but I, I, you're, you're taking the money line, which I like, I like the uh, aggressiveness here. Um, I mean, but- I think they could, but I just, you know, throwing these suspensions and the way that, you know, Brentford getting a couple runs, some confidence, like, Neil Malpe is getting a new Twitter post every day. He's he's been on the team for I don't know, I guess it's been more than a month now, but he got his first start. I think it was, it was that home against Burnley match, and Neil Malpe is just being built up like he's like this I don't know the best striker ever for Brentford kind of a thing after you know, just being a whatever bench option for Everton for however many years, uh, and then I guess also at Brighton as well. But now it's just like. Neil Malpe, he is our guy. Uh, if Ivan Tony transfers somewhere else in the January transfer window, we're going to rely on Neil Malpe. And I mean, I, I guess, I guess it's working right now. Um, I'm not sure how much it's going to work in the future, but uh, they're they're talking them up. So, so are you equating a, the Brentford marketing department, you know, giving a little shine to their new signing, to like that? There, that's really what the team's believing in, or like. I don't think those two things are. They, like, I think they are. There's, there's confidence. They got to sell Neil, kits. They got to sell tickets. They got to sell. Neil you know, Malpe has so much confidence that it's oozing to like Brian and Bomo and Yon Wisa. Like think, it's oozing to everyone else on the pitch. You think yeah. Thomas Frank is like heading over to the social media manager? Like, hey, hey. <laughs> I think that's exactly what Neil a couple more shout outs on Twitter. You know, like let's get him going on the Instagram. He needs it. Yeah, um, I, I honestly think that happens. Okay. Peter Vermees of Sporting Kansas City goes to the social media staff and tells them what pictures you can't put up on the site and what pictures you can. Like that's this this is how teams work. That's how MLS teams work. I know that's how like Mikel Arteta works when when the, there's a you know we don't know what's going to happen with Bukayo Saka when they post training photos. He like. I think the the admin already knows. Like we don't, we're not posting anything reg- regarding Saka because that's that's a question for us, and we don't want okay. want anyone to know. That's how okay. that's how teams go. Okay, well, you know, somebody's <laughs> injury status is a little bit different than like let's get Neil Mopez confidence <laughs> up on Twitter. Like, no, of course. I don't know. I think uh, sure I think Tottenham, like, Tottenham was doing that with Richarlison earlier in the season, and then I think he scored. I I I absolutely disagree on this. <laughs> All right, we're going on to the next game here. We got Burnley. Speaking of Burnley, uh, they are at home. Burnley are a mess. Uh, I put a stupid bet on them a couple weeks ago. I regret it. I grew, I've regretted it every day in the past two weeks. But Burnley are plus one eighty five to win. They're home against Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace are now plus one sixty five. So as you can see in the odds here, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, what well, is this? A few days ago. Uh, four days ago, Burnley were plus 165 to win this game, or even plus 160. Now they're plus 185. 
everyone is betting against them. No one believes in Burnley right now, and I, there's no reason to believe in them. Uh, but the draw is plus 220, so the draw is almost more favored than Burnley to win here. We're getting over 2.5 goals is plus 120, under 2.5 goals, minus 150. I think a lot of that has to do with Crystal Palace and just how they're playing without Eze, without Michael Elise. But we look at Burnley. Uh, yeah, I think was it. Uh, I think they ended up being three nil today. I know it was at least two nil. They may have given up a third goal. It was three uh, nil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're at Everton today in the Carabao Cup. Uh, so I guess the question would be Lyle Foster. Uh, he had an illness last week. He could be back in the starting eleven, but otherwise. We really haven't gotten a new update on Jordan Bayer, who is their best center back. Uh, Connor Roberts is going to be back in there. At least it's assumed he's going to be back in there. Uh, he was on the bench for their game today uh, as Vitinho got another start at right back. But uh, it's just like a B-rate back line. Like Charlie Taylor has been there for – he was playing under Deitch for however however long. Daro Shave, formerly of West Brom, probably on a West Brom team that was relegated at some point. Their back line is worse than it was in the championship last season, and they're getting beat up for it. So it, it's just a tough spot here for, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to blame company here, but uh, the, the the players he has on this team just aren't uh, cutting it right now. So what do we think? <laughs> what do we think here? This is just a, uh, you know, we always got to throw one of these weird matchups in here. Uh, Burnley, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace has a bunch of injuries. Burnley has a bunch of injuries, but what do we think happens here? Does either one of these teams, can either one of them win? I guess that's what I'll ask. Yeah, I, I think so. Burnley, you know, you, you mentioned their defensive struggles. They're, I think, epically bad uh, so far. I think, uh, let's see, goals against total for the season. They're just behind Sheffield United, who has given up 29 goals. Overall, Burnley's given up 25 total. Uh, the big thing, though, is Burnley at home where, you know, you'd typically expect a team to be a bit better defensively. They've given up 16 goals away or 16 goals at home. And I, I do want to note this because this is going to be, this is part of my bet, but um, you look at the teams that they've played at home this season and it's pretty, it's a pretty, the Premier League didn't do them any favors. Uh, of course, they hosted Man City in that inaugural game of the season. They lost that one 3-0. They hosted then next was uh, Aston Villa 3-1. They lost to Tottenham at home 5-2. They lost to Manchester United 1-0. And most recently, they lost to Chelsea 4-1. So, you know, you look at those, those are uh, at least a couple, you know, usually all top 10 sides, if not uh, some of the teams that are typically fighting for European places. Uh, but that said, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I got, we got to go, we got to hit the over here. I'm going to go, I, I like the over 2.5 at plus 120. I think, you know, despite Palace maybe missing, they've been missing their, their attacking uh, front three for the most part, but I think they can, they can um, at least score a couple, uh, you know, Keith Bale score, but I, I worry about Burnley um, doing it. So I think if we're going to take the over two and a half, we, we're going to need Palace to do, you know, at least two, two of the goals, if not three of them. So um, I kind of like them here and, you know, three goals at home, three goals in the next game, five goals at home. They've been shipping a ton of goals. So I'm all over this over two and a half for, for, uh, for the match. I think the one thing with Burnley is at least they're at home. So uh, like, I think both teams are going to score one because Burnley's defense is terrible, but also because Burnley are at home. And I think they've scored against, I guess, 
It's against, it's against everyone but the Manchester clubs. And, okay, Manchester United, whatever, Manchester City. Okay. Um, but there's a game recently where they got absolutely handled in the first half and then came out kind of like a different team and almost stole a point in the second half. I can't exactly remember what game that was, but uh, either way, I just think that Maybe at some point, you know, playing at home, maybe they they get run over in the first half, kind of thing. And companies like we got to do better than this, and then they come out and score. <laughs> um, I, I do think it's it's just uh, it's just difficult talking about Burnley just with how they've looked and with the players on their team. Uh, I think I've been saying it all season, but their the roster is probably worse than it was last season. Uh, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, I do think looking at the lineups here, like Crystal Palace have an edge, and I think that's kind of building into my bet here. Crystal Palace have an edge in the midfield, and while Burnley company kind of wants to play as a team that you know holds possession and tries to create chances through that, but obviously it hasn't really worked this season because they just don't have the players to do that. But they could do that in this spot. But I think that both teams are going to be able to get corners. Uh, because Burnley are at home and because they're going to want to attack. Like this is a spot that I think Vincent company knows that three points are on the table just because of crystal palace missing their key attacking players. So I think Burnley are going to kind of want, kind of want to get a chance here for those three points. But on the other side of that, the crystal palace midfield of Decore, uh, Will Hughes and Jefferson Lerma is, I just don't think Burnley can actually deal with that, but I think it's going to be a little bit up and down, more up and down than recent Crystal Palace games because of because of uh, Roy Hodgson there. But over four and a half corners in the first half at minus one ten. So our bets are, are kind of similar. We we think it's going to be up and down. We think there's going to be goals. We think there's going to be there's going to be corners here. So uh, who's going to win? Is is anyone going to win? I guess. What, what do you think? Two one Palace. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather go with Palace here. I mean, they're getting plus 165, which is not a bet I would probably – I mean, tougher to take, but I feel better about them winning this than I do Burnley. But I just I, – I'm steering away from that and just going to go on the overs. But interesting enough, there there, there, there was some other interesting bets, like uh, Palace over one and a half goals if you don't like the over two and a half. That's plus 165. You're getting a little bit better odds. And then tie – you can do you can do Crystal Palace double chance and over one and a half for the game. That's minus one thirty five. So, I think I think Palace at least gets a point here. I, I have a tough time seeing Burnley taking all three points at all. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Burnley are. It's kind of a funny thing to say, but I feel like Burnley and Manchester United are in the same situation. Just like two teams that I don't I don't want to be on their side just because of how they're playing. I mean, I, I pulled up numbers from their game at Bournemouth last week, and they only had six shots. Bournemouth have been, you know, one of the worst defenses kind of in the league this season. And the fact that they only got six shots, Vincent Company, company does, is doing some weird rotations and that are, you know, just not working. He can't really find the, the exact mixture for his correct starting 11. But I, I would be on that side too. One Crystal Palace, I think, is – it's kind of what I'm leaning with as well. Next game we got. Uh, there are a couple Sunday games here. Nottingham Forest hosts Aston Villa. Luton Town hosts Liverpool. A couple interesting ones, but two of the bigger favorites of the weekend. So we're actually going to Monday, uh, which is, I guess it's Monday night football here. So biggest match of the weekend. Kind of right next to Arsenal-Newcastle in terms of 
you know, big match importance kind of a thing. So we got Tottenham are at home. Their odds have changed a little bit. They're plus 135 to win. About a week ago now, they're plus 115 to win. Uh, Chelsea are plus 215. So Tottenham getting some love there. Draw is plus 275. And then we're going to do over two and a half goals is minus 145. Under two and a half goals is plus 110. So Tottenham, top of the table. Chelsea, not top of the table. Uh, Chelsea, they won today. They played Blackburn. So, you know, Blackburn. But they did get Reese James back from injury. Reese James started in today's game. He went 61 minutes. I'd assume he's going to be back in the starting 11 for this game because it is, you know, four or five days after. Uh, today's game so Reese James obviously a big boost one of their best players when healthy uh, otherwise Enzo Fernandez is back uh, we don't know about Mudrick yet but uh, Enzo and Mudrick missed last game for Chelsea which they lost uh, that was home against Brentford um, otherwise Udogi I believe he's going to be good to go for Tottenham so do you think Tottenham are for real here or uh, I mean obviously Chelsea aren't for real so uh uh, do you, I guess do you think uh, Tottenham can get another pretty massive win here home against Chelsea? Well, it's been it's been weird because Chelsea, like you know, they I think I think it's just such a project for Poch that it, we haven't seen the consistency that maybe that we thought we might, you know, with the players and with him being a pretty well respected manager. I think it, it just it's one of those things that takes time. Um, it's it's not like what we're seeing at Tottenham, where you know it was it was pretty chaotic for all of uh, you know for pretty much last season, and now Big Ange comes in, and they're just like the the cream of the crop here uh, in the in the Premier League. So it, it, for me, it's a really interesting matchup because it's you know obviously you got the the Potch revenge narrative here going to play Tottenham uh, Tottenham at home, if I'm correct. Uh, so really, really fun game. I don't know why it's Monday and not like, a, you know, the Saturday primetime slate. But Well, these are these are two teams that don't play uh, European. So that's what's why uh, they're getting the special why, slot. That's why uh, that's why Tottenham's getting all the Monday, Friday games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, yeah, anyways, I, I've and we, we it sounds like we may disagree on this, but I, I've been loving watching Tottenham. Uh, except for when they uh, VAR favors them, but uh, we uh, I'm I'm all over Tottenham money line here. I mean, plus one ten, I think it is, is what I saw most recently. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I get it. Uh, I got plus one fifteen here for you. Okay, plus one fifteen. You know, they what's been impressive about them is you know defensively they're great. James Madison was is the bargain of the transfer period um, in my in my in my mind. But I mean, they've been so good defensively. Defensively, they've they've they're up there. I mean, they've only conceded nine goals. That's uh, fourth best in the league. Um, at home, they've only conceded two goals. Uh, that only I mean, Liverpool, Man City are the two other teams who have done that. So they've been really good. I, I just like them as a plus one fifteen money line. It's tough to to see. I mean, a draws in play here as we saw recently. I think was that last week in the. Chelsea went up 2-0 on Arsenal, and Arsenal came storming back in the second half to make it 2-2. So a um, little concerned there, but I just like the money line bet here. I think it's pretty simple, and I'm sure there's some other things you could – other ways you could go, And um, but I think I, lo- I love a money line bet in this this instance. Okay. I'll, I, yeah, as you said, I don't, I don't love it is what I'll say. I don't, I don't love it here. So <laughs> – this just Chelsea team. I'll, I'll talk about Chelsea first. So under Poch, 
they're they're dominating these matches. They're just not scoring. And it almost brings up I don't you know if Chelsea fans are listening here. I don't want to, you know, compare Potch to Grand Potter here, but when Grand Potter is manager, they always dominated possession. They're dominating games. They just couldn't score. And that I mean, that's kind of what's happening now. I, I just pulled the odds for the or the stats from the Chelsea Brentford game. They had 10 more shots in that one, 10 corners to one corner. And then off a couple counters, uh, off a corner, I believe it was the Pinot goal. Uh, Brentford got a couple goals despite, you know, 69% possession for Chelsea. Um, and I'm just not sure how that's going to turn out in a game like this. I mean, we, we just saw Chelsea probably should have taken three points against Arsenal. And if you scroll, if you just scroll a little bit through Tottenham's schedule and then teams they've beaten, I also want to say that I've lost money on Tottenham matches recently. So I'm kind of sour about it. So <laughs> yes, I am a little biased in the recent matches, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Luton town, basically in all these games, maybe outside of Luton town one, cause there's a red card in there, but the last couple games, like they get a lead and it's kind of what Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United did last season. It was like, okay, we're just going to pass the ball around. And if the other team's not really going to press us, we're just going to pass the ball around. We're, we're okay with the two nil lead. We're okay with just winning and not doing anything else. I had some corner bets in those games and I think Tottenham totaled like five corners against both Crystal Palace and Fulham. So yes, I'm sour a little bit, but you look, you look at the schedule. There's a lot of favorable matches. I mean, we can look back at this Manchester United one. It's like, how much are we putting into that one? Manchester United aren't very good. So maybe that doesn't mean as much as we thought. We know what happened in that Liverpool match as well. Uh, (laughs) It, it, I mean, it also took a lot of time for them to get that winner. Uh, despite being up two players, and then the Arsenal match, uh, it's just you know a lot of easy matchups. They played. It seems like they played pretty much every bottom ten team already. And okay, they like they haven't played Aston Villa. They haven't played Manchester City, West Ham, Newcastle. There's a lot of teams, top teams they haven't played yet. So now they're against a team like Chelsea, who actually can control possession a little bit and have been better defensively than a lot of the their other opponents. So I just think that this is going to be pretty tight. And I personally, I don't think I would take because of what I just said, I probably wouldn't take Tottenham money line. I would take, I don't know if I'd go draw. Maybe I will go draw plus 275 for a draw, but getting to my best bet, as I said, it's going to be tight. So over under two and a half goals at plus 110 is kind of what I'm going with. And I'm kind of leaning on a one, one type of result is kind of what I'm, it's kind of what I'm thinking here. So what are you thinking? 2-1 or 2-0? Or, or... I think I like a 1-0 here. I think they just they get one and uh, sit back. But, yeah, I mean, you, you're right about their opponents. They have had, they've had a really relatively weak schedule. I think I mean, you mentioned Man United, who they beat. Was that home or away? Um, it was and home. Then they, they beat Liverpool, obviously, and then the 2-2 draw with Arsenal. So. It's yeah. I mean, those are the only those are the teams they've fared pretty well against them. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, you're right about them having a relatively weak schedule. I I think yeah, I think attacking chances will be low in this one, just kind of just given how Chelsea kind of is playing. But yeah, we'll see the under two and a half. I I, I like that a little bit. I didn't see what what was the over. Um, I think I said minus one forty five. So. Over, yeah, over two. Yeah, I'd much rather have the under two and a half than, than the over, especially odds. 
Like, yeah, these are. I mean, these are straight DraftKings. They're, they're taking money from us. It should technically yeah. be at a minimum like over two and a half goals should be minus one twenty. Actually, let's let's compare here. Let's see if yeah, we can get better then, odds. For a little historical context, you know, for your bet here, last season they played in February is two zero. Uh, they started early in the season. It was two two. Um, that was at Chelsea, but two nil, one nil, two nil, three nil. So uh, a lot of you know golden nil results here for their their previous few matches yeah the one worry for tottenham is that a lot of their matches have been higher scoring so that is a worry but again we we kind of just said a lot of those games are against bottom 10 sides and there you go we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got the team part late time. Uh, Chris, you had Arsenal over seven and a half corners. And it turns out, I think Arsenal had as many corners as goals last week. They had five corners and five goals. Uh, yeah, I think I looked and they had six. Okay, sorry, sorry. Six corners and five goals. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Mine was Brighton minus one corner in the first half against Fulham. Uh, they were up 3-0 in corners, and then Fulham got too late, so that ended up being a push. So, unfortunately, uh, our parlay did not hit, but we're back. We're back and better than ever. Uh, Chris, I already got on the screen here. You're talking about your Liverpool team. They are at Luton Town. Uh, minus 425 odds for Liverpool to win. Luton Town plus 900 to win. So, tell us about uh, what's going to happen here. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I haven't... I feel like we have we have talked about Liverpool plenty because I think we do it every podcast. <laughs> yeah, every week. Pretty, I'm, I'm usually pretty good on them. Um, I think last season I, I had a pretty good record betting on them specifically, and this season I'm three and one. I want to say, but Luton Town, uh, you know, aside who, who who's they're at home, you know, good for them. Back in the back in the Premier League, but they have been. Let's see, they've given up only six goals at home, which is pretty impressive. Um, I, however, think that they're just going to be so overmatched. I think once the first goal comes through, it's, it's, you know, it's going to be a bit of a waterfall, uh, a bit of a deluge, a deluge. Um, and I think I like over Liverpool. What did I say? Over two and a half goals here. It's uh minus one thirty. I looked my other option. I was, I was going to go two of the biggest favorites on the slate. Um, this is, I looked at Man City over two and a half goals. I think it was minus one ninety. Uh, which is not helpful for our parlay, uh, although I believe in that bet. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm all over here, all over Liverpool here. They've been playing pretty good. I mean, 
I don't mean to sound like much of a fan, but I feel like they've got one, if not the best attack, you know, the deepest attack in the, in the, in the league, you know, they're, they're bringing uh, a shot to off the bench or, you know, Gakpo off the bench or whoever it may be. So they're pretty stacked up front. Town has been okay at home defensively, but I think they, I think they have a tough time, um, you know, keeping, keeping it under, under uh, two and a half goals in this match. Yeah, Luton Town. Uh, I mean, I got up on the screen here. They they just have a bunch of injury questions, and their back line has been a bit of a mess. So uh, we don't know the status of Amari Bell and Reese Burke, uh, but I don't know if I mean they're dealing with hamstring injuries, so I don't know if they can be ready. And then you throw in Daniel Potts, you throw in Matt Jewel Anderson. Basically, four guys who could be starting are out for Luton Town on their back line. They gave Gabriel Osho his first start of the season last week. Uh, this was the three-one loss to Aston Villa. Tin Mengi is probably their eighth center back on their team, something like that. So a lot of questions with that back line. And then you're going against Liverpool who are, you know, cruising a little bit here. Uh, so I do agree with the uh, over two and a half goals for Liverpool. I got, uh, I, Oh, I did want to have up. You, you said three and one this season on Liverpool bets and also eight, four and one last season. I pulled those up as well. So uh positive number there. My bet, I'm looking at corners. I'm looking at this Newcastle-Arsenal match. Uh, I got under four and a half corners in the first half at minus 115. It was last week. We talked about the Wolverhampton-Newcastle match. Yeah. And I took, new, for some reason, Newcastle just aren't, I don't know what's going on, but they're just not getting the same amount of corners. They're not dominating the corner battle as much as last season. Uh, but they... They gave up six corners in the first half against Wolverhampton last week. I don't think it's going to happen again here. Newcastle are at home. I think this is an interesting matchup because Newcastle are at home and they play really well, but Arsenal are obviously the top two side in the league. So I think it's going to be kind of similar to what we were saying with the Tottenham-Chelsea match. It's just going to be these big matches here where we have solid defenses. Arsenal and Newcastle both rotated plenty in Wednesday's matches, I think Newcastle actually rotated a little more uh, because they are, they're getting ready for this one and they're getting ready for champions league. So I think they're going to put a lot into this and I think it's going to be, I think it's just going to be pretty tight here. Uh, Arsenal maybe will have at at the end of the day, more possession, but early in this first half, I just don't think there's going to be a ton that happens. Maybe a couple chances here and there, but I think it's going to be played pretty safe from both sides. Uh, Cause I mean, our, our, Sorry, Mikel Arteta knows that Newcastle, they want to get out to these big leads at home because that's kind of what they've been doing for for however long under Eddie Howe. And I, I think he's going to kind of want to limit that. But So I got Newcastle Arsenal under four and a half corners in the first half. That's minus 115. Chris, you have Liverpool over two and a half goals uh, is minus 130. And then that parlay is plus 230. Are we getting it back here? I would love to get get a parlay here, my man. We've, uh, you know, it does. I've been doing good on my individual bets here the past couple of weeks, but it it doesn't feel good until the parlay hits, and uh, it won't feel right until until we do that. And I, I don't. I'm hoping that this weekend is the weekend. Someday we'll get there. You know, a couple parlays, and and we'll be we'll be looking good overall, money wise, but. That's all we got here for our bets. Let's pull up the cheat sheet. Again, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. As you can see here, Manchester City are the biggest favorite home against Bournemouth. And then up next, Liverpool and Aston Villa, both as away favorites. Funny enough, uh, Wolverhampton are the fourth biggest favorite on the slate 
away from home. Uh, that is because they're playing Sheffield United. But you got any, any other thoughts here? Erling Holland is minus three thirty to score. That's crazy. Uh, this ever another game that's kind of interesting. I think so. This week, you know, I mentioned Manchester City and Liverpool as big favorites, but all these other games are are projected to be pretty close here. I mean, games we haven't even mentioned Brighton and Everton. That's going to be you know, pretty interesting. I guess technically we we've actually mentioned all these other matches outside of Wolverhampton, Sheffield United, but. You got any other thoughts with uh, with all these games here? No, we the one you know this is I love I always love the viewing experience of a Saturday or Sunday morning and getting up to watch these matches. But we we get the benefit here in the states of uh, an extra hour um, of sleep for some uh, because I, it's I don't know how it all works, but the the saving the daylight we call it daylight savings time here. I don't know what they call it over in Europe, but uh, you know it's off a week. I'm going to sleep in one extra hour, get up, have my coffee, you know. Liverpool game gets a little nervy, might have a beer, and it's uh, it's a nice experience. But also, side note, unrelated to the the EPL, is we've got MLS playoffs going on right now. I went to the Sounders win on uh, Monday night, and uh, you know I probably I might, I'll tune into a couple other games maybe this weekend. But uh, that's it's kind of fun and unrelated to the EPL, but uh, related to the show, I guess. Yeah, the daylight savings. Uh... So it already happened in yep. in Europe. So, yep. so that's why. And then, so the Sunday or the Saturday matches will be one hour later for us. And then it goes, you know, Sunday is right back to normal for us. But yep. yeah, if you're looking for MLS bets, actually, just just look, check out my Twitter. I'm gonna try. You know, I got a wedding this week. That's that's why we have, we're doing the show a little earlier than usual on Wednesday night. So we don't really have any injury news yet. But I'm gonna try and just po- keep posting. Uh, I think my Columbus crew against Atlanta bet just hit. That game just finished as we're talking. But I'm going to try and post bets for every MLS playoff match going on. I just started that up Monday or Tuesday. No, yeah, Monday. Um, so check that out at Roto's Direct on Twitter. Also check out at CHRO8. Maybe he'll post a picture when he's uh, at the Sounders game, something like that. <laughs> I, I only tweet uh, when I'm at Sounders. I've actually – here's a – I got. I'm going to. I went to the Seahawks game the other weekend. I'm going to a Kraken NHL game this weekend. So I'll do the. I'll get all three here. On the wait, on tell the, the people. Are you getting free tickets for the Kraken or? Yeah. So, you know, this is my this is my my other job is I work in marketing for a cybersecurity company, but we are partners with the Seattle Kraken. So we there's, uh, you know, through through some different avenues. I'm gonna I'm gonna go catch a game. You're going to everything. You're going to everything. There's too many sports, too many, too many sports, sports, too many games to go to. But Chris, that's all we got. I got to get up. I got to start packing. I got to get up in the morning and Take care drive a few hours. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of things to do here. But nice. thank you, everyone, for watching. Let's win some bets here. Chris, again, you can find him at chro and eight on Twitter. I am at Rotozadroik. Good luck in your bets, and uh, let's let's go on the team parlay. Yes, let's do it.